This is episode 135 of Channel Massive. Valentine. We have, for the first time, maybe, five hosts. Five hosts. I don't think we've ever had five hosts. No, we had a four-host oh, barrier. A handful of hosts, yeah. We had a four-host barrier. Oh, that's right. We were technically limited in the past. Yeah. But, you know, our horizons are limitless. <laughs> <laughs> we will not speak of the first attempt of episode 135. Yeah, we actually already recorded it once, and it was a really good show. It was a good show. But it is lost time. Unfortunately, it sounded like shit, so we couldn't... Yeah, yeah. You guys. it sounded like we were talking from the future. Don't do it, Ooh. Mark! Sorry about that. So the hosts in this episode are Mark. 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 Jason. Mark. Hello. I'm Noah, and with us remotely across the country, Scott. Howdy. From the south. And the Eric. South. Howdy doody. <laughs> yeah, they're both from the south. Kind of. yep. Yeah, but Scott, yeah, but the thing is, you can't really say Eric from the south because it just doesn't sound as cool. That's why you go no, you go Eric. Eric. You gotta just put some stank on it. Eric. Eric. Some stank. Put some stank on that. Erk. Yeah, you gotta go. I go Eric from from the dirty shelf, you know, gold <laughs> store. Hey, hey uh, something. Hey Scott, when you were um, since we're talking about the south, when you were stranded in or had to drive through Paducah, Kentucky. Did you did you run into any of my extended family? They're the all called Macintosh is their last name. Um, quite possibly. Did I tell y'all that I I didn't tell y'all this? I actually had a blowout there. Yeah, in Paducah, it's like the homeland yeah. for my family. It's so funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. We drove through it when I moved out to Colorado. Did you feel compelled to stay forever? Because it must have happened to some. I couldn't ancestor. believe there was a city named Paducah. Paducah. Yeah. Paducah. Yeah. That's all I agree. It kind of sounds something like a bowel movement. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's, like, it's very percussive. Yeah. In this show, we're going to tell you what we've been playing, and we've got four cool roundtable topics. We have, some of us, not all of us, have StarCraft Two, and so an Inquisition will occur about what Intimate the impressions carnal are. knowledge. Yes, carnal. Very carnal. Carnal terror carnal. time. Then we're also going to get into, uh, speaking Stop. of carnal, <laughs> Latina sex ed. <laughs> then we're going to talk about EverQuest 2, breaching the free-to-play microtransaction barrier. You mean EQ2X? Yes. <laughs> it almost sounds like EverQuest 2. To the extreme! <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then last... We will tell you who holds the secret to the internet, and it's not—it's it's, it almost is like a Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage National Treasure movie. 
Yeah, I think it's very interesting. There are seven deities who must be appeased. The sacrifice is... It's totally non-gaming related, but if the internet goes down and and impedes your gaming, you're going to want to know which countries are in charge of bringing the internet back to life. That's right. Are these like the secret five Cylon? Do we have to like... The final five, final seven? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we got like out, go of a dan- a- out of a dance. Yeah, because you know, some of the countries are fairly obvious, but some of the countries aren't. So stay with us, and the secrets of the internet will be unveiled. <laughs> That's right. Someone to hold me tight. That would be very nice. Someone to this episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. And we're back. This call is being sponsored by Harry Potter. Harry Potter. When you need potted meat and you want it hairy, trust Harry Potter <laughs> for all your potted meat needs. Mm, I love our new sponsor. Harry Potted Meat. I'm going to go get me some Harry Potted Meat in a minute. <laughs> I like the way you talk. <laughs> Maybe at a truck stop. I don't know. Anyway... What are we doing? What we're playing? Let's talk about what we're playing. Let's first hear from Scott. Oh, wow. Well, he's overwhelmed. Still playing Still playing Edge Conan. I think I've got like a level 51 Guardian. Wow. Yeah, he's a Guardian. Keeping the faith, that's awesome. Well, you know, that's probably six levels of free stuff, too. So, you know, every time one dings along, just have to just pump him up. Um... I've only been playing that a little bit. It's still fun, but Scott, how is it? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Scott. I just wanted to ask you a question because it's been a while since I've played Age of Conan. How is the server population where you're you at? You know, it's it's actually not bad. Um, now, I don't know why that is. Now, granted, I played, um, especially the new zone was pretty full. Um, you know, there was I I found a couple you know pickup groups to handle some of the. Some of the quests pretty easily. It wasn't too wasn't too difficult. I'm still, you know, it, it's still overpopulated. You can still see 80s running around everywhere. So I mean, it's, right. you know, it's still I'm 30 levels back from where I need to be. But it doesn't look terrible. Of course, you know, there's not near as many services as there used to be. So yeah. the new zones are 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 comfortably stacked with characters. So you can get you can get a group in the newer zones super easy. Yes. Yeah. The the road to Katai was. Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't difficult at all to find groups there. I really liked it. And Eric, are you you're still an active subscriber to AOC as well? Yep. It's yep. My, I, I've so my subscription. I'm glad we had this talk. In other news, <laughs> Mark cancels his AOC subscription. What else have you been doing? Nice. Uh, League of Legends. Um, I am about twenty, maybe. 250 experience away from level 26. So Mark has, Mark uh, has successively converted oh yeah, I'm, you. Hey, I'm, I'm three or four games a night. I mean, that's just... Oh, my Wow. And, and if you don't get them, aren't you in a uh, happy place? If you don't get your three or four games a night? 
Well, as long as I get my one victory, I'm really happy, because that way I get my daily bonus. But... <laughs> well, don't play with me lately, because I don't get victory. Hey, you did, you did great the other night as Poppy. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. Poppy's fun. I do like Poppy. And it, it also helped uh, when Donovan got on. It dropped us down in the queue so I could go stomp on level 10s and 12s. That was awesome. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I just think it's hilarious that you gloated about that. <laughs> um, oh, it, well, it was so funny. Because Noah, I mean, when I play Malphite, I mean, he doesn't, I don't get that many kills. I just get a huge number of assists. Yeah. And just to be able to go in and just, I mean, no one could stand up to me because of that. It was just like, ah. <laughs> I don't get to do that very often. <laughs> it's interesting to hear that story because I know when I played with Mark, we've been crushed by people higher than me. Yeah. Many times. Oh, yeah, I mean, that just... Ooh. I really did just think it was that they were just not good players. And then I'm like, whoa, I'm 14 levels ahead of them. No wonder. And it does make a difference. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, all your runes. I mean, I mean, I was literally untouchable in that game. and I, I mean, it was shocking how, how strong I was. So you want to play with Donovan more often? <laughs> yes. Yes. Although he's hey, and, and he hasn't been playing very much, but man, he's good too. Who is Donovan? Donovan. Oh yeah, he's getting there. He's playing about four nights four games. And he always plays as Kale. He plays as Kale or Poppy. Yeah. Oh, that's surprising because I, I didn't really like Kale. I'm Nobody kind of very does. effective. So it's cool to hear that he's made something good. Well, yeah, no, I I hear that the the last patch, the tweak on Garen, he is uh, he's supposed to be really strong now. That's awesome. Man, I'm so freaking wanting to play the game. Yeah, and you know who's the best <sighs> out of them all? Who kicks all their asses? The worm, Cogmaw. <laughs> mm. well, you know what I say? I it's everybody, but so I finally got, I kind of nixed him. <laughs> no, you know, it's it's that his, his, level, his level four, uh, his fourth power, or whatever you want to call it, it was way overpowered in that like if Is anyone tried to get away the air and yep you mortar them and they can they can't like you know how they hide behind their tower and they, they try can't. to go away yeah. like they can't and they can't stand near melee characters you know how they kind of run away and stay near the tower till someone comes to assist them they can't do that and the big thing about it is it allows you to spam that ability. It just increases the mana cost for it. So when I need to just waste all my mana and harass them, I can completely throw them off balance. And the range on that thing kept me away from the tower. So That's been changed, reducing, up, hasn't it? Yeah, reducing yes. the range was really oh needed. It was really needed. Yeah, they reduced his his ultimate, that, that one skill. But they, also, but they gave you a range increase on that... Yep. Slowing vomit crap he does, and the mm-hmm. and the other little shots. And the and the the other one, the, his first ability, uh, it, it pretty much in- passively increases his piercing damage, his armor pe- penetration, and then increases theirs. But it sucked because it had very low range; it had melee range. So increasing that has helped me a lot, and I've put more points into that earlier now. I figured you would have sticked with Nid- Nidali because you're really good. You, no, no, no. I play that one when I'm pugging. I play Kogma when I'm pugging because if I get Uh-oh. if I get screwed out of things, I, it's it's a fun character that I can still be useful in any lane. Yeah. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun because later in he's he's a late he's a late game character because once he gets to max level 18, I have the all of his abilities can be stacked together to freaking down somebody. So with Nadali, just like with Malphite for Scott, I get a ton of his uh, amazing amount of assists. She's specced just for support, pretty much, right? Yeah. So I help you guys out. I have a lot of fun getting assists, but when I want to just kill shit, I play with my worm. 
Well, on that note. <laughs> wow. Scott, does that cover all your stuff? Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is the biggest, uh, no one's really saying a whole lot about this, even in the forums, but all skill shots on any character, if they did not have a yeah. visual indicator of where that skill shot is going, now they do. And you'd be shocked how much of a difference that makes in your game. I'm looking forward to trying that out, too. I, I need to get the Warrior Princess skin for Sivir and get my Xena on. See, I own the Spectacular one. It's even better, because she's like Wonder Woman. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. How do you get the Spectacular one? I bought it. Oh, okay, I'll have to check that out. Okay. <laughs> Jason's that's it for me. all this League of Legends talk. <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> you look like you're curling up and going into your special place. <laughs> How about you, Mark? How's, how's your gaming life been lately? It's been pretty good. I, um, you know, I once I gave up on actually editing the last podcast, it got a lot better. <laughs> life was better. <laughs> that was stressing me out. But I, I've been playing, you know, a couple games of League of Legends every night, and I got I successfully got Jason to play. Got Donovan to play. Was a good old friend of mine. Trying to add my cherry pop the other night. No. Yeah, Jason finally. We'll we'll get into that. I guess. Was, yeah. I don't know. He was. I was. I was drunk when I was playing. You so. did fine. That's how we got you Way to play, back. right? <laughs> Mark sent over like a, a six like a pack of beer, call. and then he sent me a. <laughs> and then he and then he sent me a ten dollar uh, League, League of Legends booty League call. of Legend booty call card. Yeah, I got him one of those cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet! I think it's so cool. They have those cards. Yeah, I think so. Legitimize game for me. But uh. Seven Eleven does. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm playing. Um, I've been playing League of Legends, and then um, I think it was Eric was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" He starts like just spamming me on um, on the uh, Steam chat. And he's like, "What are you doing?" Because I was playing Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> it's like I've yeah. never, never actually witnessed you play anything besides League of Legends. <laughs> Seriously, understand how this keeps- every. Every time I see you, you're on legal. Uh, no, if I what I do is I I turn on Steam, right, and then I see Mark on there. And he's not playing any game, you know. He's just online. I'm like, he's fucking playing League of Legends. <laughs> okay, so I log on there, and he's on there, and he's in a game. And then what I do is I sit around for like 10, 15 minutes, feeling like his little bitch. He doesn't know because he's having fun playing a game. I'm like, I'm gonna play with him. I'm gonna play with him. Me and him, we're gonna play together. We're gonna have fun. Me and my we're gonna play together. It's gonna be great. Yay! And then I go, fuck this, I'm going to queue. And then when I queue, he goes, hey, I'm back, you want to play? Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to play with your ass no more. I so had a little moment of like, are we? No, I had, I, had, I had a whole revolution interdependent thing movement in my body all over the place. Because I was like, I don't need you anymore. I can play League of Legends all by myself. <laughs> Self-actualization is a very important step in your development. Yes, he's sitting there. He doesn't give a shit, but secretly I'm going, I don't need you anymore, you abuser. Leave me. I'm gone. Um, so I've been playing that and dodging Eric. And then, uh, <laughs> also been... Yeah, hey, Eric, he played three games with me on Monday. I know. I see him. He's like, with my best now friend. you have a new, a new pimp. Yeah, <laughs> a new pimp. We played. Um, I've been playing um some Dragon Age Origins. Just figured, man, I need to actually finish this game. And then, uh, of course, I started at the beginning though because I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't just jump in. Well, it's hard if you when you well, if you yeah, play the, if you, an RPG. And I find that in yeah. any game, if you yeah. play a game for a while and then you put it down, 
Yeah. And then you pick it back up. I had to do it. You're like, well, God, I don't even really remember how in the hell to I know, do shit. I totally so did. So I gotta mm-hmm. start, yeah, start all it. over. And you know, it's kind of cool in the beginning because I like know what's gonna happen because I'm playing the same class. Right. But it's still cool, and I'm doing different things to see what happens and finding that no matter what I do, I still end up in the same places most of the time. <laughs> um, but uh, then the other thing is StarCraft II came out, which I was like, when I played it in the beta a little bit, which is all multiplayer. Did you get the Clickers edition of that? I did, just de- digitally downloaded it. I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. So, um, Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. I, I pirated it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been playing that, and um, I was kind of, like, in the beta, the multiplayer is great. It's tight. It's, you know, well-polished. It's just like StarCraft One, but with, you know, expanded and, three, three, you know, using a 3D engine and everything. But it's, like, got the exact same feel. The music, there's something about the music that they really... It's like a hybrid between the, the original uh, the, the original music and what was yeah, I, I, I got that same vibe. Yeah, I can't remember what the what it's crossed with, but they're like when I hear it, I'm so like, oh, that's the original music crossed with blah 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 something. Yeah, but um, but the single player is really cool the way they did it. They I, I feel I will we'll talk about this more. That. But I've been so I've been captured by the single player. I thought I'd play it really casually, and instead I've been really... I haven't played any multiplayer with the um, release version, but I've been playing nothing but single player, and it's totally captured me, and I want to know what happens. That's cool, so we'll be talking about that more in a later segment. Yep. And that's about it for me. Okay. Well, Eric, I know what you've been playing. I I watch you. I've been watching Eric. Uh, So, Eric, I want to know... (laughs) <laughs> How you like Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2. How did you know? Where are you? Raptor, baby. It's oh, all shit. about the raptor. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh, oh, raptor, as in the the whole... Wait. Chat did you just Rap- log into a game, Mark? <laughs> he did. <laughs> See, it's... Raptor's awesome like that. Okay, anyways, now I know that Mark is riveted to hear my gaming week. <laughs> Jerk. <have> anyways. <laughs> okay, okay, so Assassin's Creed 1, I totally think if you haven't played it and you want to play Assassin's Creed 2, if you're in that situation of if you should play Assassin's Creed 1, um, play it as quickly as possible. Just get through. <laughs> like, seriously, it's worth it for, like, the whole experience of it. Yeah, but playing- I totally agree. And plus, you know, the, the thing is, Eric, it's it's cheap enough that you can find it on the cheap used. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's really no excuse for you not to try it out. If you're, but unless, if you're like, unless- wanting to get into Assassin's Creed and the whole series, you kind of have to do yeah. that. Yeah, because there is a whole heck of a lot that it sets up that you'd be missing out on. Um, Altair, the character, is, is, is an interesting character. You can see that they tried to develop him as as the story goes along, but it's too open world, and it's each city that you go through is a cookie cutter. Like you do these set things, so I'd say unless you're an achievement whore, just just barrel through it as fast as you can. Yeah, like, I didn't stick around and collect all the flags or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed Two. That's a whole different animal. Yeah, they do. The thing is, the great thing about Assassin's Creed 2 is that they do everything the first one did. Like, it has all that same collector crap all over the place, right? Right. But they've tweaked 
they've tweaked everything so you have a city that you can build. So every time you collect stuff and go and do all this stuff, uh-huh. you're 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 growing the city. You know, it's almost like um, an RPG that I played um, years back called Sui Koden, where you you have a city that you're constantly going back to, and it's growing, and you're bringing in new life, and and you're messing with the economics of it and stuff. So that was pretty neat. Um, even the crappiest, you know, the flag stuff you were talking about, right. where you have all these flags that you have to collect, they even made that, they even made me want to collect that by tying it to these feathers. And, and yep. I don't want to ruin anything for the, but these feathers mean a whole heck of a lot to the character, to his family, and yeah, you, it's tied in with the story of his mother. Yeah, yeah, and then everything else, everything else is on your map, or you can get it on your map easily. So I find that, you know, I, I want to collect those a lot more than doing the other stuff. And you know, yeah, being able to upgrade your character and stuff I, is a lot of fun. I totally see where you're coming from there, man. I yeah, and you know, and, that, and that's you know, that's one of those things about sequels. Yes, but they do. They actually did the sequel better. Than the mm-hmm. original, and that's what you always hope for. And yeah, and even so I they, mean, they take that sequel, they take everything that was wrong with the first game. You know, even if the first game was pretty good or even great to begin with, they mm-hmm. take that sequel and they just up the ante and they they make it like so much better. Yeah, and very much so. The first one, it felt like they just kind of. A, a nice layer of sci-fi over it, but it never felt like they were merging the two. Yeah, did you one, finish the getting... second one? Have you finished the second one yet? No, no. Well, I'm, you're I'm you're you're in for a you're in for quite a surprise. Tell, tell them what happens. No, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, give it all, give it away. Oh, oh, go ahead. Uh, Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason's back. Um, Glad to have you back. What else have you been playing, Eric? Okay, okay, okay. So I've been playing a whole hell of a lot. Um, sorry, Mark. Um, okay, the timer is going. Uh, okay, okay. So, me and my friend Colin have been playing a, a shit ton of games at night. It's been our 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 man boy love man boy. Gambler? I don't know that we North want to American talk about this. Uh, we should stop no. recording. No, it's like a mandate, or I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> we we we've been going through um any any game we can get our hands on 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 the XBLA. Like um we played Explosion Man some. Which is absolutely freaking nuts. If you want to tear out your eyeballs, um, that the precision timing of the co-op mode is just absolutely nuts. It's uh, it was pretty crazy. A Marvel versus Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. I was thinking of you, Jason. Uh, they, they um, so DLC is a big thing. I've downloaded a lot. They they actually because. So many people complained. Yeah, they reopened that uh, DLC. They they made it available again. Yep. So so many people uh, complained to Activision that they you know re-upped their their uh, license with that. So I was able to go and grab Carnage and a bunch of other people. So we tried that a bit. Um, Transformers: uh, War for Cybertron. Uh, you wrote a review on. Yep. Yep. They just released a a DLC package that includes. Uh, two two maps for their kind of horde mode, Gears of War horde mode, and five characters. The neat thing, the reason half the reason why they did this was because um, they had a pre-order deal with GameStop, Amazon, and another place, and you were getting these um, uh, different Transformers like Jazz and I think Shockwave and some other characters that you could use in multiplayer. And they were taking these codes. People were taking these codes and selling them for on eBay for a hundred to two hundred dollars. Good lord! Yeah, what? that's crazy. Yeah, 
So they decided they're going to release this, and they they released Shockwave and and then uh, the three characters and then two other characters to go go along with it. Um, and uh, you know, so in comparison to everything else I bought, that's the it's not quite worth the ten dollars that it costs to buy it. Uh, I, I, because the um, the next thing that I played uh, recently was Alan Wake. Um, Alan Wake just came out with their new their new next episode that continues the story of Alan Wake called The Signal. And uh, you get it for free if you bought it new, but if you didn't, um, you can buy that thing for I think it's five hundred and sixty points. Yeah, so that's like. Yeah, it's like seven bucks. So uh, I bought those on the same day. I, I, you know, I'm well. I didn't. I got Signal. You know, the, the same day as that. And realizing that for seven dollars, someone could get the Signal, which is an amazing. Like, oh, that's. It starts you off right at the end, and with that difficulty and everything. So it, it's it's tense and scary and everything like that. I, I'm not even done with that one. And I played the Transformer one for you know that DLC stuff for about a half an hour, and I'm kind of done with it. So that kind of kind of killed me on that um borderlands my friend and i have been playing borderlands up the freaking wazoo since i got a 360 i got borderlands again and holy smokes man oh man all the dlc right now if anyone wants to get it on on the X, xbox live marketplace it's all cheap off yep it's oh, 50 right? off you yep. get all of it for 15 bucks Huh. So it's, and it's usually all of it's thirty bucks. So I mean, that's what fifty percent off is, everybody. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you for the math. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, I just, I just, I just, hey guys, I just did that in my head right now. So how much was half of that again? Uh, I can only do that once. <laughs> okay, now then, me and you will talk about this if you want, Jason. Okay. Uh, lim- limbo, limbo. I've been coming back to that on and off. You know, this entire week or so i uh, i want to get that there's achievement that has you go through the entire game in one sitting oh uh, without god without dying. with only dying like what five times yeah. i got oh. all the way to the end all the way to the end with five deaths oh. or whatever the minimum amount is and the last puzzle at the end takes some timing you you have to yeah do exactly it totally what does doing and once i know i can do it so uh, but i usually have to die once so i, <laughs> I and it just hurt me on the inside so bad. Um, but what do you think about it? You liking it? Well, I, I finished it just today. Um, my first playthrough, of course. Uh, ar- I, I think artistically, it's probably one of the most brilliant games yeah. I've seen. Um, and gameplay aside, because the gameplay side frustrated the shit out of me at times, because you do die a lot. It's true. Yeah, yeah. You do die a lot. But what mm-hmm. I what I love what they did was is that, A, okay, they, they have the they have it all in black and white, or mm-hmm. gray, shades of gray as well, and how they present it is, is that, you know, you're you're that little boy and and when he whenever he dies, and I've heard arguments about, well, okay, when he dies, yes, it's very violent, but because of the way they they tune the sound, and if you when you when you get into the game, you listen to the sound, the sound is kind of like muted, yep. almost muffled, mm-hmm. right, and 
Whenever he dies, of course, you hear the crunches of the bones just slightly, just oh. ever so slightly. Yep, yep. Or you see, you know, you see him getting chopped up and everything. But he's like this little cart. He's like a little cartoon boy. Yeah. Who gets mm-hmm. like sliced up or or smashed or however you end up killing him. Yep. Uh, and they were like, well, you know, they kind of added that in there to make it more subtle, so it wasn't so every death wasn't so impactful. And for me. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't agree. I think it's like the exact opposite. I think because of the way they did the art and the mm-hmm. way they they made the sound work and everything, every death is like, oh Jesus fucking Christ! I can't <laughs> believe like, this just. Ha- I go it's like, really oh damn! It just wow. it, it hurts every time. Yeah. You know, you just you're just sitting there going, okay, you know, and it, you know, it's a little bit little frustrating after a while, at least for yeah. me. Um, you know, and I. I didn't. I okay. So I downloaded it. The first chance I got when I got uh, the review copy of the game, right? And I I played it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I, I it took me about three and a half hours, and I was done. I was like, holy crap! I mean, and I got so into it when I died. I I I I've had a physical sh- shock, you know, because I was so into the game. And I know Noah, you've played this game before. Um, it's on the Wii. It's a downloadable game called Lost Win. Yeah. Okay, so that that game reminds me a lot of this game in some ways because at the very beginning of the game, you don't move until you press a button. Um, that's the same way with Lost Wind. You have to wake the character up. Yeah. Um, so with multiple playthroughs, uh, this game is really the reason why, you know, they're gonna, there's going to be a huge talk about how it's art and all of this stuff, and it's going to be compared to Braid and stuff like that. But this one has that subtle stuff that I really enjoy um, kind of analyzing with like games and art and storytelling and stuff where I know that I have to take action and, and, and wake that boy up. So I know he could just keep sleeping there, but I've got to wake him up. And then when I would run, I would hop. I would, I would just jump around because you can only, there's only a couple things you can do. You can hop and use something. Yeah. So you're, you know, um, <laughs> you so, jump and use stuff. And, yeah. And, and when I'm mechanics that the boy can use. Yeah, and it really relies on this this well well done physics system. I really appreciated it. Um, there weren't really any moments where I had I done something that screwed up everything and I had to die. But I would find myself running. There'd be this beautiful grassland scene, and I would I'd hop and skip and jump and everything, and then realize what kind of game this is. And it's uh, it's really complex. I absolutely love that there's. There's, it's completely black and white, but that sound brings everything alive. When you when you yeah, run on the metal grate to, of to something, to me, I, I think the sound design over over anything else is just an achievement. Oh yeah. In, in gaming in itself, uh, just just the way that they utilize it and, and how it works is. Yeah, just anybody who plays it, you have to appreciate that spider. And, <laughs> Yeah, because because getting nearer to that spider and hearing the sounds coming mm-hmm. from it blew my freaking mind. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, just great stuff there. And, you know, the the problem is, is that we really can't give away the ending. Well, mm-hmm. no, we, well, the problem is that the ending is kind of vague and it's open to interpretation. And and I don't want to get into a huge discussion with Eric about it. Yeah, because um, there's like there's multiple ways you can. Um, I mean, they, the thing is, that's, that's the greatest thing about the game, is it's not just the ending. Um, they create an entire world that we assume is called Limbo. Um, you only get information from when you're downloading the game. It gives you a little synopsis of maybe what's going on. 
But there are so many things. There are other people. There mm-hmm. are creatures. There are the this this land that's the brain completely... the brain bugs. The... <laughs> yeah, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and you're you're allowed to as a player to pretty much navigate it and make up whatever story you're going to you're you're going to make up. So. Beautiful game. Beautiful game. Definitely a game of the year candidate. Big thing, this is one thing that everyone's asking, you know, at the end of their discussions in, in any podcast to listen to. Do you think it's worth the $15? I think so. I think so. I mean, yeah, it's, is it short? Sure. Is it short? Yeah, no doubt about it. But mm-hmm. that's not the point. You know, the point yep. is... is. I mean, you're paying 12 bucks for a 3D movie now. I mean... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, this this is like, you know, the thing is that the experience that you get, of course, granted, it's a frustrating experience at times. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you, even that that being said, is I, I do believe, yeah, it's it's totally worth the price point. You know, it, it's you know, it, people could say the same thing about Portal, the first Portal when it came out. You know, was it worth you know plugging down the amount of cash for portal and i would i would argue well yeah it yeah. is you know yeah, yeah. because of the experience that you get out of it mm-hmm. it's yep. better than some of the movies that you you go see <laughs> noah let, let, let's just move the things along and let's let's ask <laughs> noah what he's been playing not too much not too much <laughs> oh no well okay Editing let's move software. along <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. World of Nintendo. <laughs> yes, it's an endless world, world of it's responsibility. I have you played. Pardon? Did you ding? No, yes, but you. Hey, but you, but you have. You have world-changing decisions in that game, Noah. That, that's true. That's true. And, and sandbox. I mean to sound overly negative about it because it's the work pays off. We're doing really well, so. You are, good. and I, and again, I I will. I will shout from the rooftops <laughs> every day that if you want some kick-ass Nintendo coverage and commentary and thought-provoking roundtable topics, go to NintendoJoe.com. Thank you. Check their asses out. One we'll of my stay. favorite new pieces was uh, the Super Aram Contra affair, where yeah. one of my <laughs> one of the funniest writers we have he he retold the whole Iran Contra conflict and interspliced that as that's actually the real story to the sequel to Contra Super C. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Ronald Reagan and Oliver North ripping their shirts off and going down to uh, South America. Paper shredding. And- <laughs> it's awesome. It's really I just, I'm just going to tell you, I like the the magazine-style pockets of, of stuff that you get where I can click on something and just go ahead and just read a few articles, and it feels like I'm reading a magazine. That's yeah. nuts. Cool. Thank, well, thank you. I'm glad to hear we're accomplishing. It just needs more porn, so it's like yes. porno man. Oh, yeah. More porn hentai. Yes. More hentai. <laughs> no, just do that fan fiction stuff. I heard on the podcast, the Nintendo Joe podcast. Just po- make that a reality. There you go. So the games I've been playing on DS, I a couple weeks ago, GameStop had a buy two, get one free used sales. So oh, yeah. you got to take advantage of that. When we were doing a puzzle issue on Nintendo Joe, I got obsessed with puzzle games, so I got Planet Puzzle League. And Puzzle Quest Galactrix, and Galactrix is so insidious. I just keep playing it every day. That's the one thing that I, if I get ten minutes after I get home, I'll play that briefly and then get back to Responsibility Land. And it's so cool. I wouldn't say it's fantastic. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but for some reason I keep playing it anyway. So I, I don't know gotcha. what that means. 
No, I, I was wondering about that game because it was. It seems like it's. It had a huge hype. You know, it was going to be the next Puzzle Quest game, and then it came out, and a lot of people loved it and hated it. Now that the hype's over, is it generally something that I should pick up? I think it's worth for it's worth a cheaper price if you can get it used. I think it's That's worth it. it, but I don't like advocating buying used games because I think the developers should get the money. But this is a I had to buy two. I had to buy three. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I really want to play a puzzle league because that's really hard to find. Gotcha. Uh, I also played Tournament of Legends on my Wii, Tournament. which is really pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. It's cheesy, and I'm really irritated with all the people on the web bitching about that game and being so disappointed with it because I think they're missing the point. Uh, mm. But you'll see that why I feel that way in my review. I'm going to write a review about it later on Nintendo Joe. And I played a little bit here and there of League of Legends and a little bit of Defense Grid on Steam. Oh, I forgot to mention I was playing that. And I played Limbo <laughs> as well. I've played it for two and a half hours. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how far I am. I feel like I'm two-thirds of the way through. I'm at a city location now. Yeah, Spoilers. if it's like a city location, you're probably around half to to two-thirds, yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. But yeah, it's 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 really really great game. League of Legends, it was cool. There was some moment... Oh, yeah. I played with Eric uh, one night, and we had this really domineering type who's like, somebody oh, needs God. to pick a tank character. Somebody needs these people need to be up at the top. And No, we need to stop. You need to move down to the bottom. And I was just like, oh, for Pete's sake, this is not going to be a game we win. Mm-hmm. And they, this person demanded that Eric as Nadali go into the middle lane. And Eric's like, I can't do middle, whatever. And you actually did really well. Was it was it Nadali or was it a different? Yeah, no, I was a scared because I'd never, you know, Nadali is a good mid character. Uh, she never has to leave because she just, if you spec her right, she just heals and she just stays there forever. So the other person eventually has to leave, and you just can do whatever you want. Um, and I was a scared though. I was really scared because but you I'd did never really good. It was like you discovered a new. Oh part, man. So. I popped my <laughs> mid cherry. <laughs> and the the funny thing was is this person was always full of helpful quote unquote advice while we were playing and the way that I've gotten better is not sticking around so I could die over and over and feed the other team. And so there would be scenarios or parts of the time where I'd run away. Like, Why don't you run away? Why don't you run away? Don't be afraid to die. I'm like, bitch, this is the only way I play anymore. I've <laughs> times. Yeah. Hey, no, don't worry about it. I had I had a guy last night. You know the little Viter, the little mini mage guy, the one that's really not very oh, good. Orco from, from uh, He-Man. He-Man. Orco, exactly. <laughs> this guy's playing Orco. And granted, he wasn't terrible, but I'm playing Silver in the mid. Yep. And he's like, you're a range character. Push. You stay in here and fight. I'm like, I'm a carry. I, I don't have any attack spells. <laughs> you know, all I have is this one thing I can throw out there, and it takes six seconds to recharge. It's like there's all I do is, you know, you start boomerang blading, and you just keep it up. And, I mean, I went eight, eight, four, and 19. So it was like. Nice. Kept, yeah, we kept saying, you're a noob. I'm like, I'm a noob? We won the game. I pushed the middle. <laughs> it's because uh, you weren't wearing the Xena costume. Well, I was sexy enough, and I was I was being you know. <laughs> but that sums up my time, and I'm hoping that my schedule is going to change in the future so I can play more. But until yeah. then, that's what I got. Jason, 
Or wait, yeah, wait. Eric's talked so many times, I don't know if we've heard him. Uh, he's just been interrupting everything. Did, you, did we actually ask you what, what? playing, Eric? Yes. No, no. Oh, I forgot also I played uh, uh, a good chunk of... Uh, oh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Heroes of the Three Kingdoms, which I got an interview that's going to go up soonish. Sweet. With the Perfect World guys, and that's a game. All right. Um, yeah, there you go. Jason. What have you played? Well, did I get to talk now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Talk is cheap. Uh, let's see. Well, I think I mentioned that I've kind of... When I started gaming... And <laughs> years ago! Years ago. Wow. I was I a schizophrenic we're gamer. Playing right now. And then I went through a little period there where I was focusing on just one game. Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, I'm back to my schizophrenic gaming oh, habit. No. Which means you don't finish anything. You just keep sampling. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, it's not true. I've actually finished quite a bit, but... Uh, which do you prefer? It, it's... Which style? I don't know, man, because I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> I play I play this game, this game, this game. I'm schizophrenic, and so am I. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. What do the voices tell you? To do? <laughs> they tell me to burn things. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, um, the voices are telling to play through Fallout again. So, <laughs> oh no. Uh, so what I what I have been playing? Well, I've been playing Limbo, which we just discussed. Uh, Starcraft Two, which we will get into as well uh, later in the show. Uh, I've also delved in... Well, no, Mark, don't... 3D. <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> uh, I got my cherry popped in League of Legends the other night. Still sore? Uh, yeah, still sore. <laughs> well, actually, no, I wouldn't even know because I was so drunk. You did great. I was hammered. No, I mean, I'll be honest. I was I was not just drunk. I was hammered I don't even know who when I played. played. Who did you play as? Do you remember? I don't even remember. It was like some undead dude. Oh yeah, he I played think. as Car- Carthus. Oh, oh. character so annoying! Great. Wow. And I was like, nice. I was like, what do you yeah. mean? Don't die! And I was like, do the landmines, do the landmines, and he wouldn't do the landmines. And I'm like, I bet he doesn't know how to do the landmines. Well, I don't even know what well, the, I wouldn't have known what the yeah. landmines were. But whatever he was doing, it worked. And then I was like, okay. At some All point, I know is I I do know this is that I was very annoyed. He was annoying. He was I was, annoying. I was like, I, I played it very annoying. Yeah, and I died quite a bit. I think. I, I don't no, know. No, you didn't really. There were in, in comparison to everybody else, I noticed that there like was were... just a lot of deaths in the game that we were in. There were a lot of deaths. Yeah, but we won. And but we ended up winning. Were you so playing I really with your don't own care. upper level character? Then? No, I was okay. playing with my... I made a new character who was level one. Oh, that's right, because you gave Donovan your other local <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah, so I, I started a new one. And, um, yeah, Jason... And who else were we playing with? It was me and you and somebody else we knew. I don't know. Maybe Donovan? No, I have no, no idea. Was it... I don't remember. But... All I know is I, I had no idea what I was doing. I was drunk, and everybody was shouting orders at me, and I was like, I'm just going to do this. The one thing good I was for like, you. I, I was think like, that this is what I'm supposed to do, and if it's not, people can kiss my ass. I was like, <laughs> I was like at, some point, at some point, Jason, I will tell you to press the R button, and when I do, you must do it, because that's the ultimate, and that's the oh, that's where it does damage to everybody. Right. And, yes. and, I, and I was like, now is the time, and didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like... You well, no, because I think when, I, when whenever you told me to do that, already, I was always on a cooldown oh, or something. Yeah. So it was pretty good, though. We won. Like whatever. I was like, well, at least you got to win. So yes, I got my 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 first victory in my first game. 
I don't know that I was proud or what. I was too drunk to really care. If that had been ranked, you'd have been at a 1,200 plus rating. You'd been like 1,235 just for that. So I did that. Um, I got Death Spank on Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, how's that? Yeah, how is that? It's funny. It's very funny. I've only played through just, just the very first part of it. And, of course, it's done with really great humor. One of the uh, former former developers of LucasArts, uh, the LucasArts uh, team who brought all those great games there, worked on it. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably put out a review. Sweet. Um, maybe next week. Well, actually, no, not next week, the week after, because I'm going to be out of town next week. But, um... Oh, a week without Channel Massive today? Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a whole week without that. I'll have to... I'll have to make Maybe up. Noah and I'll do it in I'll your have to make up for it. Hello. Yes, welcome to Channel Massive Today. This concludes today's <laughs> Channel Massive yeah. Today. Hang up. It was exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, God, what else? I'm, I'm playing Lego Rock Band, of all things, which I find... And your Ghostbusters on? You know what? Honestly, that is actually a hard song to play. It is. It's it or fun. Um, the weird thing is... And, you know, people might pan on it, but I found that the the mechanics of it have made me a better rock band player overall. Uh, Because it kind of just forces you to just relax, because there's no way for you to fail on it. So I was like, oh, once I realized that I couldn't fail, I was like, oh, whatever. And And whenever I came across a song that I knew... I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through this. I just kind of relaxed, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I actually got through this song without fi- without failing it. There, there was one song. Oh, what song is that? Green Grass and High Tides. Mm-hmm. A game that has existed since the original rock band. I've never been able to play it front to back all the way through without somebody saving my ass. I actually got through it. Wow, and it was—I think it was just because I knew that there was no way I could fail it but that I was able to put you in your zen mode. It. it put me in like a zen mode. Yeah, I was all like, I can do this, man. Whatever. I don't care what happens, man. I, I did. I played it. I didn't fail it. I didn't come close to failing it. That's great. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. Do you think it's because you're relaxing, or is it because version? I'm sorry, Eric, what was that? No, I was just going to say, like, do you think it's really because you're relaxing, or is it because it's Lego Rock Band and they have no genitalia to intimidate you? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it could be that. But honestly, I think it is. It's because I just... I, I came to that realization that I, I didn't have to worry about failing in the game, so it was like no big deal. I could just relax and, and play through it. I, di- I didn't have any butt-clinching moment where I was like, <laughs> Oh, God, I'm never going to get through this. And as a result, I think, you know, that helped. Are you still playing Red Dead Redemption? Yes, I am, and that's another oh. game where it's just like, Fuck, you know, I've got all these other games, and it's not that Red Dead Redemption is a bad game or anything like that. Oh. Are you in Mexico? Yes, I am. See, that's the lag spot for everybody. Everybody, get through that. Yeah. And, I, sit by and I can talk to you about it. There's so much I want to talk to you about. I know, I know. I, I, love, it. I love the game overall. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. 
And, you know, it's just not even too much stuff, right? I'm in Mexico right now. It's it's just that there's like lots lots of other games to play. Yeah, yeah. Lots of other games to play that I'm that I'm into, I, and and my schizophrenic gamer. Well, it's taken over. <laughs> well, you know what? I, 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 I can't control it. I, I think I think we need to get into some round table topics. Hell yeah! I think so too. Thank you guys. Up first, we'll be talking about StarCraft Two. So, who of us here has StarCraft Two? Just for the listeners' sake. That's Mark and Jason with their hands up in the air. We thought that was podcast friendly. Yes, that was. <laughs> great, great visual for the yeah. for the recording. And Scott, Eric, and I do not have it. Right? Epic, Epic fail. Epic. Eric, you plan to buy it? Epic fail. But Look, I I'm just gonna say this. There's a reason why I didn't get it. The multiplayer League of Legends has me with multiplayer. RTS weirdness. I, I don't need I don't need it. So the only thing I'd get it for is the single player, and I can wait until that goes on sale for that. Yeah, That's I'm, 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 I'm yeah. literally going to wait until the all three get released, and then they release like a collector's edition, and I'll just play through the, the single battle. player campaign, and I'll be <laughs> done. He's going to be waiting for about three yeah. five years. Of yeah, yeah that, exactly. that, hey, that's fine because <laughs> I, I, I can. Play, I won't play multiple. And even then, it's still going to be pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can either. I can either not suck that much at League of Legends or really suck at StarCraft <laughs> and League of Legends. You, it's like a fighting game. The the crazy thing is about is with with Blizzard games, the crazy thing is the price point that they they retain. Yeah. If you go and look like at Walmart, cheapest place on the planet to get something, you'll see that the Diablo 2 um, collector's chest battle chest, battle chest or yeah. whatever is like 40 bucks. Wow! Yeah, find StarCraft two. Oh, you're talking. Bucks. A, you're talking a game that's been out forever and ever. And the reason why it's at that price point is because they're still selling it. Yeah. And StarCraft two, they're still selling it. Same with like the Warcraft three one, which is more recent than both of those, still selling it. So, but now, which I think, the, which I think is an interesting point. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm I know you guys are trying to talk, but it. But we have good we have of the microphone. <laughs> my 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 point on that is is that that that's why you see when when you when you look at the PC gaming sales numbers mm-hmm. from month to month year to year and you see stuff like that going on that's where we're going to get into our free to play gaming discussion oh for sure cuz when is this discussion happening? Just out of curiosity. Because it's not on the agenda. Soon. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. That's, that's too. Okay. Got it. Because the gaming industry is going through some bad shit right now. Yep. Really bad shit. Bad shit for some. Those who are ready. No, not, not for some. For for most. Yeah, but those who, are, most. those who are ready for it, it's good. But we digress. Okay. But we digress. Okay. Now, I have a question on the singer player. Is it 30 missions? No, actually, it's less. It's 29, isn't it? It's actually less. It's like 26. Boo, I'm not getting it. I wanted 30 missions. 
Yeah, but but anyway, let's now, say 20 we're talking if you talk so, original StarCraft, you're talking like 30 missions, 10, 10 of each. Yeah, right. So you're getting 26 for the Terrans, even if you get 26 for the Protoss and the right. and Zerg. I'd pay 40 bucks for 70 single player missions of StarCraft. Yeah. Well, and there's how many mission? How many missions are typically in a RTS? Like, what was Dawn of War? Or Dawn of War Two. Don't ask me. Or any of us finished it, so I don't know. I want to say it was Dawn of War Two was about eighteen. And Company of Heroes? Did anybody ever play that? Yeah, I played it, but I never Company finished. Company of Heroes is. It was kind of well. It was like twelve each. Age of Empires. Never finished it. Because I feel like StarCraft it. Two is offering about the average number of missions for any RTS. Yeah. Yeah. They've just, they've just yeah, basically I mean, well, said... I mean, if the original was 30 minutes... The thing is, is that with these missions in StarCraft 2, at least that I've noticed, at the, beginning you're, at the beginning you're talking about 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, like the first, the first few. probably 10. Or and then after that, it could be like 30 to 40 minutes. Permission. And then there's a replayability. Because of the achievement system, you might want to go yeah, through Yeah, so it. if you're not, like, hardcore and you start, it, start doing a mission on normal, and then you want to replay that mission on hard just to get the achievements for it. Um, or yeah, you you're missed talking, something. Yeah, or you missed something in the normal achievements that you No, when you're talking before. about achievements, are, are, the, are these incentivized or are they just traditional? Yeah, actually they kind of are because if you complete... As you... If you complete, like... All of the um, achievements Primary. in one one particular set, then you might get unlock a um, portrait or something like that. that. You know, it's not like that incentivized. It's like, oh, you get a nice new well, portrait or don't whatever. Don't you get more? If you don't, you got gameplay effect and stuff, didn't you? If you eh, not if you, necessarily no. If you well, can secondary objectives, for right? This. If you do the secondary objectives and figure out what they are, you get more money, and when you have more mm-hmm. money, you can buy more stuff. Yeah, the stuff within you can the buy. game, in which, which I guess we should probably talk about. So the no, single player, let's just leave them <laughs> yeah, let's just leave that off the side. So classified in the single player campaign, one of the things that they've, <clears throat> I guess you can say, innovated, which. Really, they haven't really innovated. They just, they, incorporated. They just incorporated into their game, which a lot of other games have, is where as you level up, you gain, and in each mission you complete, you get credits. Okay, so these credits, what you can do is you can purchase upgrades to, to your units or um, whatever. You, you can, can hire buy mercenaries. Yeah, you can hire mercenaries, which is. A really cool option to have. Are they like hero classes or what? Well, no, no, no they're just, just like Donald War to... They're just upgraded units, and, oh, and they're okay. limited, so you can only you can only hire like a couple of units at a time. But they're like super buffed units. Yeah. But if they get killed, oh. all right. But you want to keep yeah. If them they're alive. killed, if they're killed, they're gone. But then they're like on a on a cooldown time. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're... So you can always hire more, but they're pretty cost. They're pretty costly, but even then, you, you still want to kind of invest in them and, and use them because yeah. they're really powerful and they're kind of they're kind of badasses and they'll save your they'll save your hide. Well, yeah, in case you're um, in trouble, is this single player only? Yeah, this is single player only. What? I don't think they have mercenaries in the multiplayer. I never um, game. I never got that far. I played it with the Protoss, and mm-hmm. I never. I'm pretty sure they they don't have the mercenaries in the multiplayer game, 
I'm not going to confirm that because I haven't yeah. Yeah, played they, it at all. They did have I haven't that. played multiplayer at all, but it, if you did, it would be like a really bad balance. They, they, did have, they did pull it off with Warcraft 3, though. They had Mercenaries in Warcraft mm-hmm. 3. For multiplayer, so because I because I hear the single player and multiplayer yep. like the whole like the trees are different and everything, right? Yep. Like I mean, one one thing that yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. Never yeah. mind. No, they are. There are certain units that you're not able to play in single player that you would be able to play in multiplayer. Yeah, they're like sucks. gradually exposing the library, and you're unlocking stuff by purchasing things, and um, yeah. Which would be it would be cool if you could start out and just turtle and build the Yamato Yamamatos <laughs> have nothing but those. <laughs> yeah, what I like about the single player part portion of it, what they've done with it is is the customization where you can use those credits to customize your you know particular units, whatever whichever way you want to do it. Um, and then they have like another research option where you can. During during missions, you have the option of completing little side quests, and once you complete those side quests, depending on how much you do, you can gain points towards Zerg or Protoss research. Right. And depending on how many points you get during that particular mission, then that might unlock a particular ability for a new unit or maybe a an upgrade to a different unit, something like that. It's a pretty cool system. So it's a pretty cool system. The way they've done it, and they've also, I think they've taken a page out of the, you know, they're trying to put more story. Way more story. Yeah. So they they look, I think what they did is they took a look at Bioware. Yeah. And they went, hmm, okay. These guys, well, but story is really the, good. Is, this, is the campaign changeable? Can I, like, carry over whatever I did in the Terran missions? Will that affect the Protoss missions? Well, we don't know that or, yet because... Well, I mean, are, is there more than one way to finish the campaign? We don't know. There seems to be campaign, some options yeah. in how you progress. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's... I mean, there's no, like, moral decisions or anything like okay, that. Okay, so if they're, if they're really taken after Bioware, do I get to sleep with Kerrigan? <laughs> yes, as a no, I don't think that's enough. Watch the want to. watch the pincers. Free or this game's post, stupid. Uh, yeah, pre or post origination. So one thing I just want to say, and I'm a Blizzard fanboy, but I have to say it. Like you start playing this game, just from the music, the interface, the way it feels, it's like, man, it's a Blizzard game. It's well, it's very so well tight. polished. It's so there's no doubt about it. Polished and tight, and just like. Yeah, you're just. Like, I mean, you're not going to encounter any crazy game-breaking bugs while you're playing. No, and yeah. except for the weird, the weird graphical issue that they have, where, where if it's sitting on a just a regular screen, it burns your video card to hell. Well, I haven't seen that. Oh no, it's like that it's out like there. City of Heroes, or yeah, no, it's life. exactly what that is. It's champion the same bug that. Hit Champions hmm. Online and Star Trek Online. I don't know what it is with I, these NVIDIA cards. So I, but there's something that the developers are like missing. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was really enjoying the game, and I was just, I got done with like a night of playing it, and it got to a good stopping point, and I was like, okay, before I go, I just want to see what Metacritic's ranking it as. Unlike the, the press reviews are incredibly high. 
but the the user reviews are low. Well, they're mediocre. They're it's, like eight point, it's like eight point five last time I checked. Oh, it's, it's gone up some. Yeah, it was at it was at eight it, or eight point six. What's interesting is the they're polar. They're like either tens or zeros. There's very few like eight sevens. And what's funny is it's like it'll be like a whole bunch of tens with stuff that like I pretty much agree with, and then there'll be a zero, and the guy's like, "I have a blah 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 video card." And I I fucking have can't get it on ultra, and I don't understand yeah, why. Like, and I'm like I'm like I'm just like dude. First off, that card you have is like already over a year crap. old. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, know, even more than that. Probably. You, may, you may well yeah you may well have paid a pretty my, penny for it, but it's already old. And this is a game that's going to be around for ten years because all the Blizzard games are like this. So my and, video card is not top of the line by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm able to run it on full settings. Same here. Right? No mode. problem at all. Um, and I haven't had any slowdown. Really, the only knock I've heard on it that I would think semi-legitimate is maybe they could have been a little more innovative, and they weren't because they were kind yeah. of the Korean market. Well, one com- and that's probably like, and that's more on the multiplayer side of things But one, one that I would imagine, because right now... As far as the single player goes, the single player does quite a bit. Yeah. New. There's Easter um, eggs in there. There's Easter eggs. Like, there's, there's a game all within sorts the game. Stuff. I don't feel like it's as humorous. Oh, and, definitely more. Well... Yeah, it's more on the serious side. It, I mean, it's, there's, it's not there's as the humorous. humor is subtle. It's very subtle. It's very subtle, but, you know, when the, the first StarCraft, oh, yeah. it was like humor. Like... Non-stop. Yeah. It was like just funny little stupid that, stuff. I have, I have noticed. I have noticed a couple of things. For one thing, the the embedded video game. Yeah, that, that's pretty. Fun. Is called Lost Viking, which is a tribute to the. What? It's called Lost Viking, and it's a it's a scroller game, like a space like Xenon or something like mm-hmm. that. Oh, it's really okay. cool. Um, and then also, if you look up at the top, there's this night elf model. Doing yeah, the she's stripper like a, dance she's thing doing over and over, tease. just doing <laughs> dance like she's like a hologram dancing and stuff. So they've put awesome. some stuff in, but it's more subtle. It's and it's much more gritty. Um, yeah, it. it I don't, I, yeah, I think it's a lot more serious, and they don't they don't use the humor as much <laughs> as they they did before. It's like the Battlestar Galactica re re yeah re reimagined yeah. yeah really. Um, another thing that I. I, I kind of got cheesed off at it where, where some of the missions where they kind of reused some of the missions from the first game. Like, if, if you've played the first game before, uh, the Terrans are, are they're, they're on this planet and they're surrounded by Zerg. And basically your goal is, is to hold just hold that base until, you're, until your dropships are able to come and pick you up. Yeah, you know that that's your goal. And so, in the first game, it was like one of those crazy starship troopers moments where, you know, you're just trying to build your forces enough, and then the final shitstorm comes towards you, and you see all these Zerg coming at you, and it's like, oh fuck, are we gonna make it? You know, it's like one of those. Yeah. You know, you're like hoping that you built everything up just right. So it stands. So you can stand up just enough to where that final second ticks off and the dropships drop down and pick you up and everything's good. Of course, they they actually reused that in. They totally reused that, and it's like, okay, that's okay with me. But it didn't even play like that. It play was like so easy. 
Yeah, it was like it was a joke. It was pretty to me. Easy. And the other thing they did, it, I'll I'll name off another mission. The other mission that I, I'm thinking of is where you go to this planet, and the the colonists have been infected. Oh yeah, by, which reminds you, which that totally right reminds, out yeah, it's so like Warcraft right out of 3? Warcraft three, where right. you where the scourges has taken over this particular, and you don't know what the scourge is yet. Right, right. And so they're like turning into zombies and stuff. It's like the same exact thing. I'm like, okay, I can understand that you want to, you know, reuse some of your your thoughts and ideas, but this is getting a little ridiculous. I mean, the the way it plays is a little bit different for for sure, but sure, it's like, come on, you know, come up with a little bit something different. I don't know. That doesn't bug me as much as it bugs you. I just figure it's a kind of limited array of <laughs> scenarios. Yeah, I mean, like but, I said, it's just a minor drive sure. with me. But One thing that's important is the conscious decision they made to not make it like Warcraft 3 in space. So right. the focus isn't on the hero units. I mean, no, there it's, are, on, there it's are, just on the, the story itself. Yeah. It's on the story and, and in multiplayer you know, battles. It's it's about you know strategy in the units, not right. not these you know three hero units that just come in and trump everything. So you know, you while you might take like a Kerrigan into battle or or Raynor in with you, they're not the equivalent of like you know all like and also the unit stacking is huge in this. I mean, you're right. gonna have yeah, you can have like a huge army. That's one thing I liked is that you could yeah. you could like. Build a whole army, and it starts to auto tab them, kind of. It like auto tabs them, and then you have just like this huge army, and it makes it so much easier. Yeah, and it's so, really... I mean, it's not like you can, you know, it's not like you can say that there wasn't any innovation as far as how the the yeah. gameplay is concerned, because there is, because it makes it easier to manage, it, like the macro part of it. Yeah, is like easier to manage, micro. Yeah, you might still have a little bit of issues with them, which I know I do personally. I mean, I, I, I'll admit it. I suck at RTS games. No, you don't. Big you time. Never suck no, at I totally do. Yeah, I, I totally do. But when it comes to macro management, they've made some of the macro management and even some of the micro management aspects a little bit easier for 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 the guys who don't well, play RTS that that much. So I, I really like how they did that. Is it worth sixty dollars? Well, why, why the fuck not? Everything's sixty bucks. I yeah, mean. I mean, it, it, if what you want is a really cool single player experience, yeah, it's a little debatable. It's a little debatable, I would say. Um, you know, for me personally, being a StarCraft two, well, no, just a StarCraft fanboy. Yeah, I would. I would say, yeah, you know. Well, and then there's I'm not the going to pay sixty. Too. I'm not going to pay sixty dollars for. Yeah, and then you get the multiplayer too, which I haven't even dabbled in yet. Right. I haven't even. I haven't even tried it yet. So I mean, I'm. Li- I'm really looking forward to getting my ass handed to. Oh me. yeah, trying not to turtle <laughs> and all that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is the single player worth sixty dollars? It's hard to say. It just depends on what you're looking for. I guess as far as your experience goes. Yeah, and I wonder what the the following two mm-hmm. components will you know come out at. Will they be a fifty dollar price point, a forty dollar price point? 
Will there be standalone or expansion packs? Yeah, how's that gonna? Yeah, right. it's gonna be a big thing. I think I read somewhere that they would be standalone, but that was way back when they were first, you know, trying to sell us all on the. It'll be divided. Yeah, the thing into is, parts. is that if you look at the achievements and how they set all that up, I mean, you know, I would hope that they would at least make it like ten dollars less or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it doesn't make sense for them to. Yeah, to charge regular price for the for the remaining two. Yeah. Why does it not make sense? It really doesn't. It, it doesn't just, make it doesn't make a lot of sense to it me. It just seems like the core game itself, the the, the, the multiplayer offering. Because if you go multiplayer, you can play all the races right now. So, right there, that if you if you divided it, it and if you said fifty percent is multiplayer, fifty percent is single player, exactly. so the value goes. Then you have to like cut it down. Expansions are all single player because you're not really adding anything unless. They'll probably add like a couple of units. Maybe they'll add, yeah, that's what they kind of did with Brood. But they would have to add units and different gameplay options across the board. So so even if they did that, I still can't see it as costing $60 per part. That should be at a slightly lower price point. Which is why we should probably shift this discussion to different payment options. No. And what we should do about them. Segway. (laughs) Segway. Somebody (laughs) see a. A tall man in a in a security guard outfit riding around on a two wheeled vehicle in a mall <laughs> to try to not exert any calories walking. <laughs> That's what we call a segue. So we were talking about economics, or we were talking about Reaganomics. Yes, more specifically, <laughs> and tying directly into that is EverQuest Two going free to play. It's, Say it's not so. It's a separate version, an extended version of the MMO. It's going to operate alongside the paid version. So there's still going to be a subscription-based model. But the beta for this is scheduled to start on my birthday. Oh. <laughs> That's a great birthday present for you. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. You're going to spend all day. <laughs> yeah. Jump right in. Make a pixie. Sprinkle <laughs> your magic pixie dust. What is the hideous over. character type that you made? Jason? Oh, uh, he like made a, a little boy. Dark elf or something? Dark elf. Uh, oh, dude, he looked like this little... Nambla victim. Nambla necro. victim. Uh, I was like, oh, he's going to be so evil. And then he was like this... Oh, you have to you have to put... Twerp. twerp. Try to make one and put a mustache on it. It looks like, yeah, it like he a like had this waxy lips. mustache. It was like all curly and everything. Oh, yeah. man. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. So is this... Uh, I guess the questions we could ask are well. Let's let's talk about their new system first off. Oh, fuck. So it's it's weird because they call the free to play version extended. Extended. Mm-hmm. And you have the option of going extended. to all the areas that are in the regular full access paid, uh, except for the latest, excluding the newest one. Okay. And there's a microtransaction model where you can purchase. Basically, all the items in the games, potions, all the races, races all the weapons, classes. mounts. So you wouldn't be able to create a character of any race or class that you wanted off the bat if you right. wanted so something. It's limited to four races and eight classes if you're just doing the free-to-play option. Mm-hmm. And it's going to use a web-based uh, launcher, kind of like Free Realms, I suppose. Well, I think what they're doing is it's like a streaming. They have like a, it, they have it streaming to you. As you 
kind of like as you're installing it. So it like installs and it's just continuously installing. Oh, that's totally how Free Realms is, right? Yeah, yeah, totally like that. They totally took it from them. So I wonder, what if you were a subscriber? Like, what if this was your game? How would you feel? Well. Uh, you know, right. them. You know, you just stay on your server that you're on. You know, yeah, it's no big deal. They're, they're segmented now, right? But, but yeah, because you know, the, yeah, the, the, they're like players no, are really weird when it comes to that. What's that, Scott? That EverQuest players are kind of weird when it comes. It's like the, those diehard Vanguard players. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I just I don't know. I think they're just going to stay what they're doing. They're going like, this is our server and that's your server, and they. I mean. It's a well, of course. It's, it's become a niche game. But what the happens is, when like more players end up playing on the free to play server than the server that you're on? Yeah. And what happens when the people that are on the server you're on think, well, well, fuck it, if I could just play this game for free? Oh, I think it's the end of the pay model for EQ2. But I've always thought the end of the pay model was coming for that game for a while. So right. But will it? Will it be played? I mean. I mean, with with Lotro, is there really going to be that much more interest generated in it because it's going to go free to play? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. Necessarily. It's the game where everybody says it's really solid, really tight, just doesn't hold me. Well, well, this this news has kind of um, showed me that I I, I f- actually follow on Twitter a lot of EQ2 players, and watching them kind of talk back and forth has been pretty kind of, pretty interesting because I guess. If you are playing on a paid server, you can pay $35 to transfer your character over to the extended server. So, <laughs> oh, that's bitch. But right now, right now, they're talking through it. There's no way to move the extended character over to the to the live server, well, the pay server, right? And well, why more, would you? They're, they're more confused than anything else because they don't know why they separated it into a, ser- a separate yeah. server. Because... It, it, it's a great opportunity for them to breathe more life into the pay servers and by taking that you know uh, free-to-play model and maybe moving over to a pay server. You'll get a whole heck of a lot of new people, um, and some of the people are complaining, well, you'll just get weekend warriors and everything. But most people on the Twitter, um, like I, I'm following about 10 people, and they're sitting and talking. They want that because they want an infusion of people to play. Like I, they, I can't believe they separated it. That was my first thought. It's like they're confused, though. They're conflicted. Well, it's like they like the they like the idea, but then they they don't want it in their backyard. They don't want to commit. I, I think they should have. What they should have done is what everybody else does with with this is done the hybrid model where it's free yeah, to play or turbine turbine has perfected this i need to just they should have yeah uh, exactly well sort of i mean they're they're still not quite well hey, DDO, if, if you log into ddo that place is packed there's yeah. DDO, yeah, DDO all the time i'm sure it is you know the thing is is that they you know the, it, they're still relatively new in that space as well they're, i mean granted they're they're the ones who who went oh, no, from subscription based model to a free-to-play model, so they're yeah. But if you look at yeah, no, no, DDO but they're new around when it's when they changed it to free-to-play, and it's right. really a viable game now. The thing is, they're new, but they 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 didn't do it themselves. They they got professionals from the free-to-play world, the, that side of the the business, to come in and do it. So all the models and everything for the stores are 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 made done by people who do it every day. Right. So they're really they're they're really well done um, free to play shops. I can't complain about the DDO shop at all. 
Well, I, I just feel like the Sony guys should have looked at that success and said, we should have, we should make it so it's a hybrid model. All the people that want to do the, the new, you know, microtransaction system, you land on the same servers that already exist that the subscribers are on. You breathe new life into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the subscribers keep all the crap they have. The, the microtransactions guys might have a limited, you know, palette from which to choose their characters and all their other crap. It would have been way better than this approach but of no, segmenting. And, and that's no, the messed up you thing. Agree, wouldn't you agree that a game that came out with this model right off the bat is, like, more well-prepared? Oh, absolutely. To deal yeah. with this, like League of Legends, yeah. for instance. Well, they, I mean, League of Legends—that's what they did. That—that's that was their payment model. From like right as of New Earth, who was going to be free to play and then changed to purchase. Yeah, yeah they choked. See that they choked, and that's why they're never going to catch them. Well, that and some other reasons, like well, yeah, <laughs> the characters are the champions are un uh, uninspired and unbalanced, Same. and the, the whole thing seems like a big old pissing contest. But right. Yeah, if you if you choose, but, you know, the model, they, like League of Legends started out with this model. Yeah, and yeah, they it's said, hard this to retroactively be... change the entire business plan. Yeah, exactly. Well, we saw exactly that. That's that's the point I'm we, trying to get at. Is that where you're where you're sitting there and you have a business model and you're like, okay, well, we're just going to change it midstream. We've seen this at a company where you and I both did work. Right, which we will not name where they had a business model. And they changed it, and then they changed it again, mm-hmm. and it was too late. You know, you only you can only you, you only have so much capital to get your shit together, and they ran out of. Nobody believed them anymore. It's right. Like, well, how many? They had no idea what they were supposed through? to. You know what they were supposed to do to. Yeah. To get things done. The investors are like, "How are we going to get paid?" And so I think it's a little bit sad to see. The way they did it, they're not. I don't feel like they're fully embracing it. They're like, we're gonna hang on to the subscription hey, people. You gotta admit, Turbine did it great because when Lotro came out, absolutely, there were a lot of people that bought into that lifetime membership because they think, oh, this is a traditional model game. I'll be able to play forever for this price. Blah 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 blah. And then lo and behold, bango! Right about the time they paid about seven bucks a month. I think when it's you, when you factor out the two hundred bucks. If they started from the yeah. beginning, they they paid about five, six, seven bucks a month. I think since the game started. I think Turbine's done a lot of brilliant. stuff wrong, but they did that right. <laughs> yeah, I think they're. I mean, I with, Lord of the Rings. For it may well years. be, but still, we don't even really know. We don't really know, do we? The financial impact that it had on on games like Dungeons and Dragons Online. Well, or, we know that. We, well, we know they're yet. regular subscribers. We don't really know. They, they claim that, that this is such a financial boon to them. Well, one of so the hard numbers they did announce, boon is it? What, one of the hard numbers they did announce was their regular paid subscriptions, premium membership, doubled. The premium membership doubled. So that's, right. that's they're pre- really paying the you know the person the basically the people that were paying a sub that became the the highest tier in the free to play plan that they came up with. Right. That number had doubled. So if they moved 35,000 or however many people were actually on it at the time they made the move... Then so when, when Lotro finally goes all the way with this, are we saying that Lotro is going to go 2 million, 3 million? 
No, no. I think Lotro probably right about now probably about two hundred and twenty five thousand players or so. They were. I think I don't think they were ever above three three fifty three sixty. Well, initially they really went ramped up. I mean, they were the yeah. first three months were huge. But you got to remember that they the number of servers that they released on day one is the same number of servers they have today. They never added any. They never dropped any. That's unusual too. Yeah, atypical. Yeah, it is atypical in, the, in this game. I've, I've got characters on six of the eight servers, and all of the populations seem pretty spread out. I mean, they seem about the same. I mean, there's some, you know, some are slightly lighter than the others, but not many. I'll, t- I'll tell you something that's startling to me that that I mentioned in episode 135 the first time around, <laughs> which was when I, you know, I had my whole World of Warcraft account problem where... Somebody hacked it because I had a weak password. And right. It wasn't because you were in the I problem. I was in wild gliding. <laughs> but anyway, um, so so I got it back under control and everything. Now I have my 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 third party authenticator thing, and and they gave me a free month of access to it, which is interesting. So I've you know I logged in to see what my characters looked like and mm. everything. The server populations are just as maxed out as when I left. So right. Warsong and Arthas are both... Arthas is high and... Or actually, both of them were high. And I'm like, I thought everybody was on, like, the WoW vacation right now, just, you know, trying all this other crap out. Now, I couldn't believe it. And, and this, this kind of brings up a point that I'm going to make, is that, okay, if your name isn't Blizzard, Bioware, uh, Valve... Or maybe even Rockstar, maybe. You know, if you put out a new game these days, you have nothing to worry about. If you're not making, you know, if you're not a company who's who isn't making the latest iteration of Madden, two thousand right. whatever. Right. Okay, you have nothing to worry about. If you're not Infinity Ward, well, or whatever's left of Infinity Ward. Yeah. Um, Finite Ward. And you're not creating the next Call of Duty series. Okay. Inquisitor. You have nothing to worry about. You can you can put a price tag on your game. People are going to buy it, right? Yeah. We can we can kind of agree on that, right? Yeah. But if you're one of these next tier companies, well, right now you're suffering because not a lot of people are buying games. Period. I mean, it's across the board. We're talking Capcom, who releases a game like, uh, what, Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4, and it's not selling enough. Well, okay, you, I, I guess I guess I mentioned Rockstar. Rockstar released Red Dead Redemption, yet they had to lay off employees well, right after they... But yeah, but that's all part of the corporate... Yeah. You know, it's all normal. It's all normal restructuring process after we release a new game. That's bullshit. Planned layoffs. Yeah, it's planned layoffs. Whatever. Give me a fucking break. You know, if you if you read the gaming industry news lately, software sales are down across the board. Across the board. There's no denying this. Every every day there is some horrible report about, you know, software sales are down, you know, this this is what's going on, you yeah, know. It's like you're talking about, like, you know, these games that should have sold, like, 
Oh, yeah. You know, a million copies, and they're like, well, we only sold 250,000. Alan Wake, yeah. Alan Wake, you know, a game that was like... Max hyped. Max hyped. Oh, dude, that had a lot of hype. And a great game. Of course, it went against Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, well, even then, well, that that month, May May was, May May is a, that was a big month for for all. Yeah, let's see, what's the the next big splash game now that StarCraft is out? What's the next big splash game? Probably Halo Reach. Well, that's going to be coming out later. Prince of Persia really got rolled over. Yeah. Out of those. Oh, yeah. But you have all these, you know, you have all the, the, this, this negative software news coming out where software sales are down and you have to think, well, the payment model has got to change. It can't be just $60 a game, $50 a game for, for a new game anymore. People just aren't buying it right now. Well, the reality is microtransactions work. And free-to-play works. They are, mm-hmm. and, and, and Xbox Live I, I, I wouldn't have gone and bought a, a $50 game of League of Legends from the store, come home and install it. But I bought $50 worth of Bright Point since I've been playing that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I spent way more money. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell my girlfriend. <laughs> don't, <laughs> I mean, don't tell your future wife. No, don't tell my fiance. Fuck, don't tell her that. Even. <laughs> tell her well, if no, you guys. Future wife. No, you want to know something that really on video games as a result of spending on on crack. It went to (laughs) it wasn't on crack. It wasn't on anything like that. It was on video games, and then that's that's where Xbox Live kind of you know they they really they really have kind of shown you the way. That that's kind of where I think a lot of these games got their ideas, where they were like, okay, we can put a game out. We can release expansions, even even f- games like Fable Two. Fable Two decided a long time ago to go episodic, mm-hmm. and so they would release part of the game right off. I the remember back. that when it first was announced, everyone was like, "What?" And then what they would do is they would say, "Okay, you want to play a little more? You're going to pay. You're going to pay us a little more DLC to play the rest." Mm-hmm. And then you know what? If you want to play a little more, you're going to pay this much again. Here you go. All right, fine. You still like our game? Here you go. Here's a little I think more. You're convincing Noah. <laughs> and and that's what in. they do. And, and they're planning on doing that with Fable Three as well. Oh, yeah. Right, right off the bat. They didn't do that initially when they first released Fable yeah, Two. But, but now that they've well, seen how how they can probably make a little more money, they're going to start releasing it that way right off the bat. It was like it was like yeah, when I was. Too, re- um, Bring it back to free-to-play versus, like, paid model MMOs. I mean, just imagine how excited we are about trying out the the new free-to-play games that are coming out at the end of this year and the beginning of next. Yeah. The variety, the variety of stuff. I mean, just just this Heroes of Three Kingdoms that I play, game that I played, you know? It is, uh, it's on their older Perfect World engine. Uh, but it's got some great unique twists, uh, and it's it's weird because it's a historical MMO. So as you're playing, you're constantly being thrown information about you know uh, Chinese history. Um, there's not an MMO like that, right? There there's enough variety now. We're getting to the point that if someone really likes history, there's an MMO for that, you know. <laughs> um, and and th- and then you look at the stuff 
worrying about sales, just think about what's going to happen. I worry about Terra, which genuinely was a fun game to play, right? Yeah. But how is it going to what's going to happen when all the free-to-play games that we played are going to run on pretty much any PC that you got? Uh Terra though, Terra is going to take a beefier computer, you know? Yeah, they have a different that. subscription model. And it's a, it's a traditional subscription model. And, you know, with EQ2, um, you know, they tried this with EQ and EQ2. They started releasing that. They're trying to put in that station store, what I don't know yeah. what the official name of it for is, right? Yeah. And in interviews with DC Universe Online, they've already said that they're going to have a cash shop like Champions uh, Online. So, I mean... Well, I totally see Cryptic. You know they're already well. Yeah, yeah. Crypt, Cryptic's going to get both of them. Champions and and Star Trek are yep. both going to be free to play. I, I I totally agree. End of the year or into the year, I'll still be able to play it for life. I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> good still gonna be able to play it. Free, free. Hey, you'll I'm be getting you'll be getting a uh, five hundred Cryptic points a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're going to go that way, and I think a lot of MMOs are going to have to do it. Oh, I'm MMOs for almost. I'm not just saying it for MMOs. I'm saying it for a lot of games now. If, like I said, if you're not if you're not named, you know, EA Sports or Blizzard or Bioware or one of these major game game houses that produces I mean, quality games that everybody's clamoring for from the get go. I mean, Fallout 3 in and of itself was just a single-player game with a bunch of DLC. And it worked. And yeah, it, and, it, and mean, it worked. But you know what? The thing is, is that... The, th- the thing is, you know, that, that game also... I mean, I, I guess you could say Bethesda too, Is that... The, that I, and, I, and I didn't include them. I guess if, you're, if your studio name begins with P... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you really have no nothing to worry about because you're going to have like a shitload of sales just because of your reputation alone. But well, if you're just a, even if you're just a startup that has a really good game, you're, you're probably best served as thinking, well, maybe the free to play model is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, or you know, episodic content coming with that. Like looking at the success of yep. Steam. You know, I, I I haven't bought it yet, but I've seen like for Magic the Gathering, there's a gazillion components of of DLC available mm-hmm. for that. Or it's just like you can get this card deck or this card deck mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all through Steam, like the stuff for Half Life Three, obviously. That the the original game was great, but all the DLC wasn't crap. It was actually good, and I mean they they made a lot of money off that. So it's a it's a model that. You know, I remember when it first when we first started hearing about it, we're like, ah, oh, that sucks. I, at least that's what my thought was. Like, I, <laughs> I will yeah. never play a game and now, like, like this. They all need to do it. Everybody they needs all to need go to with do this. it. Well, that's see, one thing that's mentioned in um in the Heroes of Three Kingdoms interview. I asked them, you know, what is the? It seems like when we first got free to play stuff, like the free to play model, um, it was the it was not pointed towards us. It wasn't a Western perspective on it, right? So we got nickeled and dimed, or we just got stuff that was absolutely use, useless, but it seems like you know, even besides the game, um, we're starting to hone in on a Western free-to-play model that's really going to get us into it, you know? Well, we're we're geared for episodic content. 
The Western culture is geared for that. I'll pay for entertainment in small chunks. I don't really care if I'm wearing a blue jacket versus a red jacket, but if you give me another area to play through for 10 bucks, sure, let's do that. Mm-hmm. I find value in that. I don't find value so much in the in the cosmetics, where, I mean, there are games in Korea that that's all you really do. <laughs> so my question is, are you guys going to play EverQuest 2 now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. Yes, I will. Are you, Eric? Are you you're yep. planning on giving Well, us- you know what? The, the thing is, like, I have all of the expansions for EverQuest. I bought it on freaking Steam sales. Like, I got all of them for, like, ten bucks, you know, one time. And I, I jumped in, and and I didn't, for me, personally, I don't like the art design enough. I don't, I don't like, uh, the character models look fantastic, but for some reason, the art design of the world didn't get me. I never got to the point where I'm like, I want to pay money to play this. Um, but it's going to be really neat to be able to hop in and and check out some of the world without the stress of going, man. I've got I've got I plunked down fifteen bucks. I got thirty days. I, I got to try this out. I may at least get to to the point where I see the value and see the reason why other people are playing it. That's what I'm curious. I've never gotten to that point. So. Right. No, I, I, yeah, I totally see that. And you know, the thing that the thing that I see with League of Legends is that I'm never going to play the League of Legends hardcore. Oh, you say that now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason, but I was you. I was not, you. I said, F no, this. No, seriously, I'm Eric. I, 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 and I'm being totally honest. I, I can't see myself playing League of Legends hardcore. But if I was able to do it every once in a while and I, I found a character that I wanted to play... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that was like the one character, or, or, or you know, maybe even two or three characters. If, if you find that one character that that you just get into a little zone with, it is yeah, over. Exactly. I'm telling you, it is over. I would put, I would purchase yeah. that character so I could play it all the time, or I, and, and even then, I might even purchase all the nice little Barbie stuff, yeah. so I can dress my Barbie up. That's however I wanted. That's the insidious genius. Exactly, and, that, and that's the best part of that is that I would do that. And you, hey, would be as, soon as, as soon as they stick out the twenty dollar next, to, you know, a two map pack for twenty bucks, I am all over that. Yeah, so you know, if there was like map. exactly if there was additional map packs, and I was totally into that game, I would buy stuff like that. And that's what they do with games like Call of Duty mm-hmm. and, and other games like that. Is that they they release stuff like that, and they they say, hey, you know, you, you want to still play? We've got some new stuff for you. We've got some new, we've got some new goodies for it's you. It's almost when they tell you you don't have to do it that you do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you yes. just yeah. earn this and, and points. That's so true. Well, even, even so, but you know the thing is, even with with games like Call of Duty and and some of the other you know big name games out there that release continuous DLC, is that you know, hey. We've got it right here for you. All you have to do is fork over another ten bucks. Yeah. And then you yeah. can have it. And and that I really think that that's that's the way they need to go. And they need to say And and that's how they're gonna make more money. Yeah. Overall. Well I've spent yeah. fifty bucks on League of Legends See? and I looked at and, my and, num I looked at my number of games 
and it may have cost me thirty cents a game to play that game. <laughs> exactly, and, and the it's thing is, like the, the thing is, though, for... Scott, is that that that's that's where they're making their money is right there. Is that? Oh sure. Oh they, yeah. The thing they is, know, if it's they good, know that they can get you in that way, and and a lot of gaming companies though don't do that, and they they don't give you the opportunity. They they say, well, you have the barrier for entry. The barrier yeah. for entry is that much greater with a lot of the with a lot of these other games. You you mentioned before that you weren't going to try StarCraft two, and you really don't have an interest in it. But if it were free to play to a certain extent, would you not want to give it a try? Oh sure, because exactly. that one at sooner or later I'm going to play the single player. I'm just not going to pay sixty dollars to play it. Exactly. So why not release it at a like a really low price point? And then sucker you in with, you know, extended. I mean, I mean, we th- we we think about it this way, but I mean, Guild Wars was the first to introduce this model. I mean, really, yeah, you had to go buy yes. this, but all the extra all the extra packs are no more than DLC. Yeah. Why not release that? I mean, that's all that really was. Very good DLC. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Poor Eric, he sounds like a crack addict when he talks. Oh my god, man. If it's, I lost many hours on Guild Wars, and I mean, I kind of think of this as, I don't know, if you guys have ever listened to a podio book, um, where they release it free as a podcast, you listen to the entire thing, and then at the end they say, hey, now I'm releasing a print copy, please go and buy it. You've already listened to the whole damn thing, you do not need to buy it from them. But the book was so good, or the experience was so good, you want to support that person. The same idea with free-to-play games and DLC stuff like that. If I, with League of Legends, I felt almost obligated after I'd put in, I don't know, uh, 30, 30 hours into it, I almost felt obligated that I needed to buy something. Especially since they're already giving me points that I can mostly earn these things. I mean, most of the free-to-play models that are coming out now with these newer games, they give you some other way to earn it. So, I mean, I feel like they're pulling that back and they're saying, hey, we're giving you these options. If we created a good enough game, if you think it's worth it, if you put enough hours into it, yeah, go to our shop and buy some stuff. Uh, but we are creating a, a good game first and foremost. And that's what I really feel like's happening. It gets me super excited, and I get all tingly. <laughs> I, I do wish League of Legends would take my 50 bucks and invest in some more stable servers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it seems just around patch time that, that I have trouble Yeah, with. yeah, they do. When you're somebody who plays four games a night, I'm sure you feel it a lot more. I was just looking. I just found yes. my Raptor going, like, what, two weeks ago? Because of the 64-bit thing? Right. Yeah, like, 52 hours into League of Legends. <laughs> oh, my God. Apology, man. You're a sad, sad gamer, Mark. In the last two weeks. I meant 52 hours. Wow. Plus you could have beat Dragon Age in that time, I think. Yes. You know, actually, oh, yeah. 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 Maybe a little more. Just depends on how much of the, yeah. how much extra I'm an content, addict, man. It, you how much extra DLC. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there is some. They're coming out with more. Like oh, Dragon yes, Age is the DLC craziness. Yeah, I, I am into Dragon Age though. I'm I'm gonna have to say that. You can just you can buy more adventures, Mark. It's <laughs> all for you. All for you. Oh, <laughs> Well, I think we're going to cut this sh- this Not short. short. 
out now. Yeah. We're going to take do it out this. on a high point. We don't want to yeah. go into my. Do you want me to recount like every every issue of my comic book collection? Or no, it's okay, no. Mark. How about this time? Um, hmm, what else do I do? Count the ice cubes in my glass. Mm, ten small ones Perhaps. because they've been liquidized. Liquidized. Yes. yes. Been liquidated. All right, let's take it out on a high point. If you want to contact the show, yes. you can email us at mail. M-A-I-L. <laughs> at channelmassive.com. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash channelmassive. We're on Facebook. Please come to our website. Leave a comment there as well. If you are shocked to discover there's all this new stuff in the RSS feed, that's because Jason's got a new daily show that he calls Channel Massive Today. Are you finally going to get around to making us, like, separate? You can't cross the streams. I mean, you can't separate the streams. Yeah, we're going to try and separate that out. But yeah. if you want to write to Jason, um, and only Jason, you can it's either today. say today or daily. If you like daily quests, you can make your daily quest to write him something every day. <laughs> daily at channelmassive.com. Or you can write to channel, to for the Today Show, you can write today at channelmassive.com. Or you can write to Jason Whoa. at channelmassive.com. Or, <laughs> That's I'm so confused. I don't know why I had to go off on that. Leave us an iTunes review, too. Yeah, a positive one. At least, <laughs> as I've said before, I don't care what the verbiage is. I just want to see five stars. So you can totally contradict the <laughs> star rating. Tell us we suck and then give us five uh, Screw that. He might not want to know, but I would like a one-word critique on each of the hosts, please. Actually, one I word a one-word critique. <laughs> Yes. Suck. Actually, Suck. We, we totally appreciate Suck. anything that you might want to say. <laughs> Just give us the five-star rating. That's all that matters. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode 135. Jason will be out of the office next week, so to speak. Yes, I'm going to Mexico. He's going to see a donkey <laughs> show in Tijuana. He's very excited. <laughs> <laughs> we, may, we may be recording another show soon, so... We may... <laughs> <laughs> well, this might be the last show we ever record. Okay. Yeah. Remember, five stars, five stars. <laughs> we are nothing if not professional. Wait, nothing if not unprofessional. No, wait. What? Natives. Thank, thank you to uh, <laughs> yes. Scott and Eric for joining us. Yes, thank you guys very much for staying up late with us. And thank you for your patience. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super yeah. patient. Yeah. Saying, That's yeah. fun, guys. I like it. Yeah, that was fun. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Eric, just go to sleep remembering that Mark and I are in the Bedictus beta. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll send you a screenshot a day. Oh. Yep. Appreciate Doesn't it. Doesn't this look yeah. fun? Boy, I bet you wish you were killing the kobold. <laughs> yeah. Man, you guys are dicks. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know That's- it is. It is what it is. We're we're here for you. 